Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. We are back in the lab. Steve, how you doing? Hey, it's a Friday. That's how we're doing. It is a Friday, so that is good news. But how about we start with some bad news? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. No, not Wade Barrett. So uh, <laughs> we're going to try to cram everything in this week because, unfortunately, there will be no podcast next week. Aww. It's Dude, okay. That, that one guy in Morocco <laughs> is not going to get his fix. I thought it was Portugal. Hi, Portugal. We love you. I um, love you all. No, too much going on, and then obviously the little California thing. So, California. not sure what's going to be happening with that. And then we have a lovely crown jewel next Thursday afternoon. What's that? Halloween. It's this Who's crown crown there's, crown jewel. There's a there's a thing. I think it's called crown jewel. Oh. But I haven't heard a thing about. It. No, I'm ha- joking. Haven't heard a thing about <laughs> it. <laughs> what is that event? Yeah, so we're going back to uh, the desert. We are going back to that, but we're going to get to that in a little bit because uh, we got a little tweet from Omar. 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 He, All uh, right. Uh, do you want to start with that? If we're already talking about it. You know, we you know we got Omar's hopes up. Let's. Uh, All right, Omar. Let's get in. Omar, this one's for you, buddy. All right. He says on Twitter, "Why does WWE think I should care about Crown Jewel? Mm. There's two gimmick matches. The rest mm-hmm. of the card is blah, and no women's wrestling. Change my mind." Nope. <laughs> Honestly, Omar, I am with you. Um, there's really, I mean, maybe the Brock Kane is an attraction, um, but you're right. They are they are gimmick matches, really. I mean, you it's almost a foregone conclusion for one of them. Yeah, we're going to quick run down the card, I guess. We can get to the whole uh, Wednesday night thing uh, after this. But anyways, uh, so we have a battle royal, yeah. 20 man. I have no clue who's in it, but the winner will face AJ Styles for the United States Championship. Yeah. I mean, any names pop up? Uh, Cedric Alexander. I'm thinking Mansoor, but he has a match later. Any uh, kind of names you can think of? Well, the Saudis are paying a <laughs> lot of money. So Surprise? Legend? Baba Tunde? Baba. <laughs> He was in the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. And besides so. Titus O'Neil making his impression, <laughs> Baba Tunde was the star of that one. Oh, Baba Tunde. I, I, I think it, you know what? That doesn't sound that far off for me. I'm going to throw. I'm going to go with Baba Tunde. <laughs> okay, well, if it's Baba Tunde, I don't know what I'm going to say, but all right. I'm going to throw <laughs> a name out there. Yeah. How about John Morrison returning? That would be. If, uh, I don't know how much uh, the Saudi Arabia folks love him from 10 years ago, but apparently they were also a big fan of Rusev to face Undertaker in that casket match. Yeah, that's true. So you never know who their favorites are. So I would say that other than are that. Are they sure they don't want Yokozuna? <laughs> give them a call, see what yeah, happens. Well, so, that'd be a very long distance call. That'd also be a quick call. So anyways, I would say AJ Styles will retain, right? I I think so. Whoever it is, I don't know. Every year there seems to be, oh, they're going to big a title change. There's going to be something big at this show. And then, you know, usually nothing. Well, Braun got a title. Who? Braun. Braun? Oh. Yeah, remember he got that. Rumble? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So anyways, up next we have the largest tag team turmoil match in history. In history. To determine the best tag team in the world. This is not a Shane McMahon type thing. Well, I assume it's not, but uh, any is. Any ideas? We got heavy machinery. There's, uh, let's see, New Day. Is Baba Tunde in it? Baba Tunde is not in there. Okay. Ziggler and. Uh, Rude. Uh, yeah, Rude. Uh, Revival, maybe? I could see that. Um, they would definitely give him some bragging rights, and then we'd never hear the end of it. I see the B team is in there. And <laughs> now that. Would I see be... Hawkins and Ryder. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Can you imagine the celebration? Um, so I have no idea, but if you remember, Shane was not actually in the tournament when he won his. Yeah. So if this is truly to crown the best tag team in the world. Really? How about the... Don't, don't, don't. What? I'm not going to say Shane. Okay. I was, I was, was going to say, um, I don't know their recovery dates and all that, but what about Jeff Hardy returning with Matt Hardy? Oh. If the Saudis, you know, love they, their they legendary love, tag They love their legends, but... I mean, Jeff Hardy a little. Uh, is that not is the that best more idea? reliability than anything else? I mean, well, it was just an idea. But anyways, I have no not idea. The best idea. I don't know. Do you have a pick on this one? I'm gonna go with the Dudley Boys. Yep, totally. <laughs> I was gonna say Edge and Christian because Edge oh, is em- still out there. Whoa, what's Joey Mercury up to? We get Eminem back. 
hey, I'm not surprised if that happens, especially Molina, who was at the recent Raw episode. Oh, with really? The, all the legends. So, anyways, um, so oh, then yeah. we have this Mansoor versus Cesaro. Is this Mansoor going to win? I mean, we're kind of leaning that way. Cesaro's been on kind of a losing streak lately. I yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but I would assume him Cesaro's going to lose here. Yeah. I mean, it makes the most sense. So, Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Oh boy. I mean, talk about Saudi written all over it. This is uh, n- <laughs> no other reason I can't think of anything why Hogan and Flair would even be involved at this point. Um, is Team Hogan just going to win and they? It seems like it. Just you know, pose and beat prob- down Flair again. Yeah, yeah. Hogan always seems a one-up Flair. He does, especially in WWE. You know, they always make it a point to to put him over on Flair, which. I don't know. Is that really believable? Uh. I don't know, but my favorite part is always how, if you've asked Hogan throughout his whole career, he always says Flair's the greatest. Right. He always says it, but here's the thing. Hogan always wins. Yeah. So he's putting over Flair as the greatest, <laughs> and then he beats the greatest. So it's right. always, I'm going to call him the greatest, well, and then to, I'm going to beat him. <laughs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's true. So for what it's worth, Team Hogan is Roman Reigns, Rusev, yeah. which still feels a little out of place, Ricochet, uh, Shorty G. Shorty G. Your favorite, what, what? Uh, Ali, and then of course on Team Flair. I don't know if, who's going to take the loss here. I don't think it's elimination. At least I don't think until Survivor Series. But anyways, uh, Team Flair is yeah. Randy Orton, King Corbin, <laughs> Lashley, oh boy. Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah, and the stud Drew McIntyre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Lashley and Rusev. If it is elimination, they're going to take themselves out. Just like uh, Taker had to in his debut. Yeah, I don't know. This just feels like Rain, Superman, Punch, Spear to King Corbin or something, and then Corbin loses. Yeah, Corbin's taking the loss. (laughs) Definitely. They're going to keep McIntyre. Nakamura? Eh, He's got a title. I don't think he... I mean, if he's the logical guy to take the loss, if you think about it, because Lashley's in a feud. Uh, King Corbin's the arrogant jerk, so everybody (laughs) likes to see him get take the loss then we got Orton. uh or orton is you know your guy he's orton's teasing leaving so <laughs> so we want to make him look good right uh knock has got a title and then mcintyre's your stud which he's my not guy. my stud he's when, the when stud. he when he when he came out love let's reminisce that text that i sent you don't say or that tweet that i had to say uh, to you don't say it you said it i had uh, to say it uh i i what did I tweet out before? I'm like, I have one reason to watch this, and I'm excited for it. I, I wanted to find a gift from Fight Club when he said, I asked you not to do that. Because <laughs> I knew Drew was coming out. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't think he's going to lose here. But as I wrote in my two 411mania.com columns this week, very cheap. Um, Drew McIntyre is obviously the guy I think that should go after Rollins next for the Universal title because I think we both assume. Already? Rollins already, I think we both assume, uh, you know, Rollins will probably retain. But we'll get to that match after this because up next is Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Yeah. I assume Fury's going to win this because it's a one-off, and Braun never seems to kind of win the big one here. Right. But I don't know. If there's more at play here, maybe Braun, like, injures him or something before the boxing match. I don't know. What do you think? Um, Honestly, uh, Really kind of care less. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What, the the one-off matches never really, I mean. Like, I mean, Floyd and Big Show was a one-off. I mean, Yeah, and I wasn't really into that either. I mean, it was really cool to watch the build-up because we you know, we were actually there for that when the weigh-in. That was, was cool. That was cool. I remember that. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. I, I don't know Tyson Fury. I don't know his work. I don't know what he's done. And it just seems like it's a spot that could be done by maybe somebody that you know is a wrestler yeah it's always weird with these if you don't know the celebrity i mean i I bring it back to mania i didn't have a clue who these saturday night live clowns were (laughs) so i didn't care but if you watch every saturday and think they're hilarious you know it's great to you and oh man here comes braun and they're gonna toss him over in the battle royal and but you know i didn't know him so i could care less well i think they're hilarious but i thought it was awkward as all get out Here's, that they were in a wrestling match like that didn't make any sense to me. I could see him like doing some type of promo or like doing something on TV to promote WrestleMania, but they don't really need to be in the match. That's a, that spot is supposed to be reserved for wrestlers. Yeah, and my biggest you know? thing not to go back 6 months, but my biggest thing to that is Braun never even appeared on Saturday Night Live. So if right. you're going to cross promote, what's yeah, then do it. It's got to go <laughs> both ways, right? Um so do you have a pick? 
Braun Fury. I mean, doesn't matter. It doesn't really. I mean, what's going to be gained out of it? I'm just you know? trying to think of how Braun would lose. Is Tyson going to slam him? Is this going to be a – can he lift him? Can he do a move to him? I don't know how – I guess Triple H says fear is going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah. So well, maybe I, he's he, got uh, a few tricks up his sleeve. You know, they had that little uh, uh, backstage segment where Braun surprise attacked him and he went down grabbing the ankle. So now maybe uh, it will be a lifting thing, you know. he or I mean, you know – Coming from a martial arts background, when you throw a punch, a lot of that power starts in your back leg. So if that's where, you know, like his main punching power comes from, you know, maybe that could be the story that they're trying to tell. I don't know. They haven't really, you know, sold me on watching this match, though. Yeah, my issue more so isn't the one-offs. I'm fine with that celebrity stuff, obviously, if Saudi Arabia and their guys have anything to do with this. So I understand bringing in, quote-unquote, names. My right. my thing, though, is none of these matches are no DQ. So are these actually going to be, like, technical matches in the ring? Like, no, these are made for brawling and, like, you know, using, quote-unquote, tricks to right, right. do things in the ring that make it seem like it's a good match. But I don't know how Braun and— Shady tactics. Right. I don't know how this is going to go. I, I'll pick Tyson Fury just because that's usually how this goes, but I don't know how he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I well, can't imagine it. <laughs> maybe it'd just be a swift knockout punch. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Brass knuckles even. Yeah. Speaking of knockout, we have the Universal Championship on the line. This is going to be no ref yeah. stoppage this time. It's yeah. Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. So this match cannot be stopped for any reason. So we can't even, like, so they're just going to fight forever. <laughs> they're going to fight on the plane, which will then go down. They'll have to fight in the ocean. They'll have to take on some sharks and then fight each other some more. Yeah, it'll never end. So just never end. We're, we're assuming Rollins will retain. What's going to happen is they're going to go through a ring, and they're going to pop up on Monday Night Raw, still <laughs> fighting, fall back through the ring, pop up on SmackDown, still fighting. It's just going to be this insane, like, Mario World, they never stop. All right. Well, to me, the clue is falls count anywhere. Yeah. I'm going to guess there's this huge big stunt or something, yeah. and then Rollins like drapes an arm over. They're probably taping that stunt right now <laughs> as we speak. Are they? They're not in. No, they're still in the country, right? They're not in Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, which is why they're taping it now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then they're going to go backstage, and we're thinking that they're fighting all over the place, but they're like jumping off. So they're going to fight all weekend on a plane. Yeah. And then Monday night they're going to air the ending. Right. Okay. So is the ending Rollins retains? Oh, yeah. Okay. So It's got to be. I mean, because The Fiend is on SmackDown. I mean, he could win and then Brock could take the title back to Raw. They could switch the titles. You know, then, okay, that ain't happening. But anyways, Mm. no. Or Cain Velasquez could take the title to Raw (laughs) because I'm assuming this will be our main event. Um, Brock Lesnar and Cain. Cain. Um, Does Brock win? Does Cain lose his debut here in WWE? I think we got a a schmoz finish. I know, I know. It's going to happen, isn't it? It's got to. I mean... Kane signed a multi-year deal, so we got to keep him believable that he's got to be a contender. There's no way Brock is losing the title. It, it's just not happening. There's no way? Not, I mean... I mean, he had a short run at the uh, Money in the Bank to SummerSlam. Yeah, but here's the thing. As much as I hate the guy, Brock is an established talent on the wrestling roster, whereas Kane... We haven't even seen him in a match yet. No, How, and his takedown of Shelton Benjamin was... Was horrible. Uh, and why does he even deserve a title shot? Like, he's... Yeah, he's a great fighter, but we've never seen him in a wrestling ring that I have yet. I haven't watched AAA, so I couldn't, you know, mention that. But, I mean... I have not seen the match either, for what it's worth. But anyways, I, I mentioned on Raw, um, again, cheap plug for my column, 411mania.com. Um, I would have just had Kane come out and give Shelton like two or three German suplexes. Yeah. And then yell Suplex City. Yeah. B-word. Right, right, right. <laughs> and not, not these takedowns or whatever. I mean, I don't even know what those were. And then the punches from like behind or whatever. You know, what's, what's really interesting that is. It did not look good. <laughs> right. Really interesting is I think it was yesterday or the day before. I'm just perusing Facebook and UFC. Did a every now and then they throw up videos and they throw back to matches that happened way back when. And this particular one, I think it was Wednesday, was Brock Lesnar, Kane Velasquez, when Kane just 
tore him apart. <laughs> and I got great enjoyment of watching it. All by coincidence, right? But what I noticed is that how he was beating up Brock Lesnar in the octagon was what he was doing to Shelton Benjamin on oh. Raw. He was over the back, the punches to the side of the head, was doing that back and forth. So there was a method to that madness. I'm wondering. <laughs> it was As I was watching this video, I'm like, that looks familiar. We just saw that on Monday. But the thing is, is that real fighting and professional wrestling, professional wrestling is made to dazzle, and it's made to, so you got to have the flashy moves, the suplexes, the flips, the even like a standard punch. You know, if you, if you actually watch a real fight and you watch wrestling, the punch is actually a very basic maneuver. It doesn't look very impressive until you stomp your foot and you go wild about it and you yeah. make a big show of it. So what's what the problem is that Kane hasn't translated real fighting to the flashiness of professional wrestling that we all know and love. Yeah, and I wonder because in AAA he was more of the Lucha Libre style. Right, right. And now WWE is probably going to want him to do more ground and pound and kind of the Brock Lesnar fighting stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, I think that's what we're going to I actually wouldn't doubt if there's some blood drawn. I may devolve into a real fight. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> it might. Maybe I wonder. I might actually want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're kind of doing this now and then he's going to bust out like a hurricane runner or something. Everyone's going to be like, what right. is this? Oh, or, he's been studying. And if um, the cell match didn't happen a few weeks ago, I would say that a ref stoppage may happen during this match mm, that, for that, either side. But I could see it. But they already did the ref stoppage thing. I don't think they want to go down that path mm. again. <laughs> Do you think they ever learn? I mean, they're just gonna take their checks and cash them and laugh. Twenty-five million. And we're gonna keep tuning in like we always do because we're suckers and we don't have enough willpower to say no. I won't watch. <laughs> I did that for like what two weeks, and I'm back on the horse, man. <laughs> back on the horse. Um. So does. Brock retains somehow non-finish. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that it is not prudent to put the title on Kane at this juncture. I just, it doesn't make any sense to me, and um, Brock only, is going to come home with it. Yeah, the the only way I could see uh, Kane winning is, like I said, maybe a ref stoppage again, so then Lesnar can say, I never tapped out, I never pinned, this is BS, Heyman can then cut promos for the next month. And then mm. the other thing I was going to say is Brock can easily realize, oh, crap, I'm about to get beat again. And then, you know, Heyman can throw him a chair and just demolish him. But again, yeah, it'd be right. a non-finish. But it, it keeps them both strong. And then if they want to do more to the story, fine. Keeps you running. And then I wonder if, like, if Mysterio's going to get involved. I don't know. It's a whole big mess because Mysterio's And then Dominic's going to come in and save the day. <laughs> and then Dominic beats Brock to become the champ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that ain't uh, I might actually... That might be the worst. That might be <laughs> conclusion worse. Conclusion to, I I almost might prefer the hell in the cell ending yeah. to that. I was gonna say worse than. No less. offense to Dominic, I just it doesn't. I mean, come on, dude, you're not beating Brock Lesnar. No. So um, back to Omar. Are we changing his mind at all? Or is, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. The thought of maybe Kane and Brock evolving into a real fight actually kind of sounds intriguing. It sounds intriguing. I don't know. It would know. be funny to see Vince McMahon storm his way out there and be like, oh, God, this is crazy or something. And tear you know? both of his if, quads again. Right halfway to the ring. Just starts crawling. Yeah, I don't. Army crawling to the <laughs> ring. <laughs> That'd be a moment. I don't know if we're going to change your Sorry. mind necessarily, Omar, but um, I will say if you're a fan of Tyson Fury in boxing, obviously this is a spectacle. If you're a fan of yeah. Cain Velasquez and obviously his MMA career or even the AAA match, I mean, obviously, there's interest there. He's getting a WWE Championship match against Brock Lesnar, which I actually think this match should have had months of hype. I don't know why they're throwing it away right here, but I'm assuming right. it's because it's a non-finish. Same with uh, Brock and Goldberg. They quick gave it to Survivor Series, but then that was part of a longer story. So yeah, right, right. It made sense six months later. So maybe that would be the same thing here. We're, We're doing in a, a long con here. Yeah, so maybe in a few months it'll be like, oh, okay, so that's why this match was on this show. But anyways, um, I don't know, and then maybe The Fiend and Rollins, if you want to see how that ends, a 20-man battle royal, maybe a potential surprise. I don't know, because I can't think of anyone. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I don't know. I can't really convince you there's no women's matches, at least that we know of, unless they strike some last-minute deal. <laughs> Which I, you know that that'd be basically rewriting co country policy, and I don't right. know if that's gonna so happen. That would be history. If it that happens. would be something that 
would take some time, take some work, and then once it happens, you ain't going to shut up about it for <laughs> six months. First women's match in history. It. Oh, man. By the way, I, I pled guilty to this in my 411mania.com column. Cheap plug. Um, did you notice there were no women's matches on Raw? No, look at that. See? Yeah. What See, the heck? Now, here's the issue. Is it hmm. your fault for not even noticing? <laughs> Or is yeah. it, you know, kind of become like part of the show so much that it didn't stand out? I don't know. It's weird because it didn't even strike me till the end. I wasn't sitting there going, where are the women? Where are the women? Yeah. But then at the end, I'm like, wow, is it my fault that I didn't even notice there were no women's matches all show? Yeah. Like, we're what kinda, did that we're, say? We're kind of horrible people, aren't we? I was going to say, does that speak more on me or that WWE kind of got away with it? We that... talk so much about how far they've come and then well, just like that, gone. No, Becky was at a uh, women's, I forgot what it was called, a sports, dang it, I forgot what it was called, but if you look it up, you know. Oh, yeah, it was with the four, there was four of them. There was one really tall girl. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she just, no offense there, but she stood out like a sore thumb. You got Becky, these two other girls that are about the same height, and then this one really tall girl. So she was at something which we knew about. And then I think a lot of the women were overseas or something, so maybe they just said, eh, you know, we're not going to force a... I mean, a lot of them were in Australia. Yeah, like, we're not going to throw out just, you know, a random Dana Brooke match or something. I know she's on SmackDown now, but you know what I mean. We're not just going to throw out a match. Like that matters. Like that matters. (laughs) Hey, apparently it matters, though. Yeah, apparently. All right, so, uh, Omar, if you want to watch it, uh, it's a Thursday afternoon, at least our time. So You know, know. I mean, if you got the network and you got the time... What yeah. else? What else are you gonna do? If you got something better to do, by all means, do it. <laughs> yeah, Thursday afternoons pretty much just waiting around for NXT and AEW ratings, or if you didn't watch the night before, just catching the replay DVR. Whatever. Of course, it's coming in right at my nap time. Oh, <laughs> mm. I mean, on demand, you can just start it over whenever you get to it. That's true. You don't gotta watch it live. Just stay away from spoilers. So we are going to now move on to NXT and AEW. Moving on. So. uh... NXT is the one that got my viewing this week for the main. I did watch Dynamite, but NXT got priority. So uh, we started out with Rhea Ripley Ooh. defeating Bianca Belair. And I still say it, Belair's got to be headed to the main roster at some point because she's just basically losing at this point every yeah. single time. And then uh, Io Shirai got involved, and then Candice LeRae got involved. Ooh, so we had all four. Now, I have to confess, uh, I wasn't able to watch. I had some things going on and thought my DVR was recording. It said it was recording right up until about a minute before. It just <laughs> said nah. doesn't. It didn't record anything, so I didn't get my AEW fix. I didn't get my NXT fix. I don't even know if I got to check to make sure it's recording SmackDown because I'll bet you 20 cents that it ain't well, happening. TNT has announced that Dynamite is re-airing tonight. Oh. And they're going to show never-before-seen footage. All right, so podcast canceled. See because apparently <laughs> uh, apparently they ran um, a little long, and something that they filmed yeah. after the main event, they had already been cut at TNT. Oh. So stuff still continued for the arena. Oh so tonight they're going to air what you know was obviously filmed. But um, I wonder if it's because SmackDown will be on FS1 and they think, hey, maybe we can kind of... Drum up some ratings. Maybe we can dig in a little bit here on TNT versus FS1, which, like I said, I don't think is going to be too much ratings for FS1. So maybe they're thinking, hey, TNT, let's uh, throw in a little bit of AEW action. But anyways, Hmm. uh, Io Shirai and Candice got involved again. They had a great match at the last takeover. They're going to have a match next week on TV. So that feud is still going on. Um, Rhea Ripley won, obviously leading to, um, you know, a lot of people think that the women are going to get the War Games match this year because it seems oh, to be a man. lot. And then the four horse women yeah. of MMA with Shayna Baszler and her crew. Right. So we'll see all that shakes out. Matt Riddle defeated Cameron Grimes. Really? Yeah, they had a, actually a really good, like, 10-minute match. It was I, 10 minutes. Okay. It, so not 30 seconds. <laughs> no. It was a legit match. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Grimes, obviously, is great hat. Everybody loves that. Love that hat. And then, uh, yeah, Matt Riddle won in the end. Hmm. Uh, we have Brizango. Is that how you say it? Yeah, close enough. Brizango. Because it's Fandango. Right, right, right. Who beat Jericho at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. And so, then what? And then nothing. So <laughs> then uh, people <laughs> forget. <laughs> that they had a rematch at the next pay-per-view, and Jericho won. Yeah. You and know, then we did this. 
and then we did the do 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 yeah. do do thing for a while. And Summer Ray was the uh, dancer. She was one. the dancer. Yep. That's how yeah. we got introduced to Summer Rae, just like we got introduced to Alicia Fox through. Um, she was the a classic Triple H wedding breakup. <laughs> yeah, she was also on ECW on Sci-Fi. Oh yeah, she was DJ Gabriel. They were disco dancers. Oh lord, it lasted like a week. <laughs> that was bad. It was bad. Uh, you probably won't even be able to find a video of it. But anyway, uh, Brizongo and Isaiah Scott defeated the Forgotten Sons. Oh. Yeah, ain't that uh, something? How about that? <laughs> I mean, go Breezango. I'm glad that they're. Uh, it's good to see Tyler Breeze doing stuff and and keep working because I always liked uh, his in ring skills. Yeah, I think they're just you know a tag team to be added to NXT because I mean they weren't doing much on the main roster. So no, sadly, fine. they they so, could have done so much more. They could have. So Tyler Breeze was one of those like unsung heroes. He could have had like just an amazing rise, but just. Whatever happened, something didn't go right. Now he's back home. Now he's back home. So Angel Garza defeated Jack Gallag- Gallagher? Gall- Gallagher. Gallagher. All right. And then uh, Leo Rush was on commentary. He kind of played it cool. He wasn't the annoying, cocky SOB. So, you know, maybe tone oh, nice. it down to be cheered a little bit and not right. just act all cocky. I don't know. Whatever. I, I like Jack Gallagher. I remember watching him in the, uh, uh, the Cruiserweight Classic and just... The way he would tie somebody up and then, like, walk away. And they'd be sitting there, like, in their own hold. Like, basically, it's the themselves that... <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just sitting there all tangled up. I like how he was in the rumble. I think yeah, it was with Mark the, Henry threw him over with the umbrella. Umbrella, <laughs> yep, yep. That was that was cool, too. I like Jack Gallagher, I think. And I actually did dig up. He was had an MMA, a couple MMA matches, oh, and gosh. was impressive. I did not know that. Yeah. I think he's, like, 2-0 and or something. Nice. Well, but there yeah. you go. He can fight Brock Lesnar at the next pay-per-view. <laughs> he looked impressive in the one that I saw. It was like some, you know, real low-level promotion, but it was he looked really impressive. That's good. Well, anyway, he lost to Garza. So well, I mean, you can't win them all. <laughs> can't win them all. And then Garza, obviously, motion. I think he's going to want a title match against Leo Rush. Again, yeah. cruiserweights on NXT. So this was interesting. Tegan Knox mm-hmm. and Dakota Kai yep. defeated Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. Oh, my. I can barely say that name right. Did they, they actually had matches. And they here's the thing, though. The, they did have matches. <clears throat> the uh, winning team would get a NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. They would be facing the Kabuki Warriors. How about that? Next week. So we're finally go- taking the women's tag titles to NXT. It's about time they're traveling. So Absolutely. I love the fact that Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox won, which leads more to the Kabuki Warriors as heels. Right. Because the face team won. Yeah, so right, right. So that makes sense. So um, I'm assuming Kabuki Warriors will win. Yeah. I think that we're finally getting the, the ground laid for... Um, the, the women's tag titles, you know, giving it to Asuka and Kyrie saying they can hold on to it for a while. They're a threat. They're always going to put on a good match and they're always going to be somebody to be feared, you know, because Asuka is just evil. <laughs> She's evil. Um, so, yeah. So then we get our main event, triple threat, oh. NXT North American title, Keith Ooh. Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Nice. Dijak- That's two Kov- weeks in a row. Dijakovic. You did it. No, you get it right the first time. Dijakovic. Dijakovic versus Roderick Strong. Triple threat match. Yep. Obviously, I've said enough about Keith Lee and Dominic. I'm not going to say his last name, but Dominic and Keith Lee. And then you add Roderick Strong to the mix. Obviously, a littler guy to throw around. I caught a gif of that uh, suplex powerbomb. Oh, man. The whole match is worth (laughs) rewatching. If you haven't seen it, to definitely watch it. It's now on WWE Network, so that's been added. Um, Obviously, Cheap, not real cheap, but you know, Strong came in at the end and kicked Lee in the face after a big top rope power bomb. Yeah, and then Roderick Strong retained. So, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I, I think uh, that undisputed era, all the gold story needs to continue on for a little while yet. Yeah, that makes sense I like to it. me. I like it a lot. So, Big fan of the undisputed era. I think that they're all just crazy awesome. Crazy awesome. All right, and then of course, not uh, crazy case. <laughs> Nobody's crazy case. The, except uh, for crazy case. Except for him. The um, the main thing of this whole show is obviously the big ending. If you haven't seen it, if you don't know, it was, I thought, shocking. But anyways, Undisputed Era start putting the boots to everyone, of course, the big heel stable. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then uh, out comes Mr. Finn, Tommaso. 
Oh, yeah. DeMarco Ciampa. And then it's like, oh, who cares? We've still got you outnumbered. And then, yeah. oh, here comes Mr. Johnny Gargano. And yeah. it's like they look at each other first. You know, obviously their history. Right, right. And then the crowd's chanting, we want Balor. Of course they are. Yeah. And he comes out. Crowd goes nuts. Here we go. Yeah. And, and then it happens. <laughs> there it happens. It was great. Uh, yeah. Balor just kind of walks forward. They're staring down. And then he does the Pele kick. Pele kick, kick to Gargano. And then it was just shocking, and then Champa just kind of looks over, and then all four jump him at the same time as Balor just kind of stood there and walked away. It was really cool. Of course, you got Mauro just screaming and yelling, yeah. what's going on and all this. So, Mauro Ronaldo is awesome. So, I love that guy. Yeah, he, he, he gets the big moment. Sometimes his puns and all that crap I don't really care about. But. Yeah, but he's he's still probably the best announcer that they have. Still passionate. So as long as you're showing emotion and excited, it kind of counts for me instead of just boring, monotone, you know, like we sound. So anyways, so so Balor said his future or his past and his future or whatever he was talking about. His his future is his past. Right. So I guess now we know. So he has not been a heel um, in WWE. No, he has not. Is this a good move that he's aligning with the champ? So that I mean, pretty much eliminates him from the title picture. For now, or oh. he's just getting his way in there, or ah. we're just telling stories. I mean, <clears throat> I was waiting for Velveteen Dream to come out. Yeah, well, he's hurt. But yeah, he. Uh, I'm thinking again, War Games. If it's undisputed era against, uh, you know, Dream Gargano and uh, what's his face Champa, <laughs> Tommaso. He's from Milwaukee. How do you not know him? <laughs> well, sometimes I'm rambling, so I said, "What's his name?" Whatever. You know, obviously he's great yeah, and everything. Rabbit. And <laughs> all right, so Balor is a heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, NXT crowd loves him. Are they gonna boo him? Is this gonna go well? I mean, it depends on what kind of you know shady tricks he pulls. If he starts being underhanded and attacking guys and uh, brainbuster suplexing them on a ramp, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a fair chance he could be booed. I mean, there's we're booing, we're booing Bailey, right? That's... Did you ever think that would happen? Well, with that hairdo, I mean, how do you not? Does she need to speak to your manager? Uh, maybe, but I don't know about that. It's just, it's really weird hair. I don't know if I like it or not. But anyways. Um, it's just hair, dude. You'll, it's you'll just be fine. hair. I don't have hair, so any kind of hair is, uh, I'm uh, jealous. That's jealousy. It. Jealousy. You must hate me. <laughs> with a deep passion. So <laughs> we will get to ratings in a little bit, but I think this Balor move, even though it was teased two weeks ago with his past future promo, whatever he was yapping about, right. so it tells me obviously it was planned that this wasn't you know just some random, hey, we're going to have a quick turn, but um, still, I'll get to ratings, and this tells me that you know they, uh, they are thinking long-term. Like they said that week one with AEW when they're like, it's a marathon or whatever, mm-hmm. not a right, sprint. Right. So it told me they had a few things up their sleeve where it's like, you know. Oh, guaranteed they do. Give us a few weeks. Uh, you'll be watching us instead. So over on AEW, um, we're going to talk about Dynamite now. So no surprise, we started with a tag team match. Mm-hmm. So Which, uh, Private Party versus Lucha Brothers. Oh. Tournament match. Oh, how is that? Um, I thought this was awesome. I don't know if it would be better than the triple threat match for the North American Championship, but I enjoyed this a lot. I uh, I think you had Private Party winning, but they lost. Lucha Brothers advanced to the finals. No, I, I, we'll have to go back and listen because I almost— <laughs> it doesn't sound like me to not pick Lucha Brothers. I know it doesn't, but I'm pretty sure you did. But anyways— um, I that thought doesn't it doesn't sound right. We're gonna have to double check that. We did this last did, week with the ratings, right? And you were <laughs> if okay, but if I did pick private party, what kind of? I mean, what what was going on there? Because I think we were talking right. about how the young bucks were making them stars by losing to them, and now they advanced in the you know tournament. So now it was like, well, now they face the Luchas, so it's like, well, who's going to win that Yeah, but it's not like me to not pick the Lucha Brothers. (laughs) No, Lucha Brothers advanced. They won. That makes sense. And that was the right move because, as we saw later on, also in the tag team title, we had SoCal. SEU. SEU. I'll just call them that. Versus the Dark Order. The Dark Order had that bye, if you remember. Right, right, because they had the weird dude with the mask. (laughs) Uno? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. And it ended up meaning nothing because Dark Order lost to SCU. Yeah. So I was like, well, what was the point of that? It's kind of like was it not- a good match at least? 
I mean, it was all right. The Dark Order, I don't know. They can pull off some great moves, and there were definitely some good stuff in this match, but I'm just not feeling the Dark Order crap. Okay. It just doesn't do it for me, and it didn't help when the Inner Circle pretty much pulled a Scott Hall and just walked through the crowd during the match. Oh, nice. It told me that they probably knew they might lose viewers, so let's put Jericho on the screen quick and have him just walk around up to his luxury box to kind of be like, oh, Jericho, what's going on here? Now now I got to watch as the match was going on. So I said this before, but okay. um, if you remember, the Luchas and SCU had been attacking each right, other and right. the pile driver. Yep, yep. Well, now in the finals, it's Luchas and SCU. So oh. obviously that was the backstory that had been building up. And I don't know if... Um, did uh, Was it Christopher Daniels or was it Scorpio no, Sky? Yeah, it was Sky. So okay. is uh, is he going to come out, you know, Daniels and make the save? Is right. Kaz, I mean, it's going to be weird. I don't know. I, I'm assuming Luchas win. Against mm, SCU. Now, see, now this is where I would draw the, the, the hard decision here. Like, private party Lucha Brothers. That wouldn't be like me to pick anybody but the Luchas, just because they're awesome. But, but my thing is, are they going to have the big SCU? Yeah. The guy returns from the pile driver. Right. And right. Saves the day and they win the tag titles. Is that I, what this is going to be? Oh man, I hate not picking the Lucha Brothers, but I could see that happening. Yeah, the big comeback. That's a really good story, and who better to put the first AEW tag team titles on than that much experience, you know? Yeah. Um, and it leaves the Lucha Brothers open for feuding more with the Young Bucks if they want to. Yeah, they got their hands tied with uh, Santana and Ortiz. Oh, I suppose there's that, too. There is that, too. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I guess I'll go Luchas. I think the finals are at full gear, but I thought maybe they were next week. I could have got that wrong, but I think they're at full gear. But Mm. don't quote me on that. I thought it would be next week. I'm Um, quoting you on it. Because who are the guys? Rock and Roll Express? Yeah, Ricky Morton. Yeah, so. Roger er, Gibson. Gibson and Morton, (laughs) right? Rick and Morty? (laughs) Them, too. Them, too. Yeah, next week's going to be an interesting show for them. Um, up next, we have Joey Janela. He, he's yeah. actually on uh, Dynamite. Right. Uh, he fought Kenny Omega. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like that at all. It was a response to, I guess they had a dark match that just blew the crowd away, and they wanted to put it on TV. Yeah, Kenny Omega won. Um, oh, that's good. I mean, it was fine. I guess not much to it. Did he I get- mean. There, it wasn't no DQ or yeah. it wasn't nuts. It was so just there's no staplers. <laughs> no, I'm gonna guess this kind of was for Janela to kind of prove he can have a I guess normal one-on-one match. But <laughs> I, I I don't know. wasn't really feeling it too much honestly. Yeah. So it was fine. So up next we had the big. Um, so Cody had teased this announcement. Okay? okay. So he's in there with Tony Schiavone. Yeah. So you know Cody had teased this big announcement about his career. Okay, yeah, I saw I a little blip on them. Can't imagine what it was, but anyway, so he's out there with Shivani. They're standing there, and Cody's yapping about his usual crap. And then Jericho again, who had been in the luxury box right. now. Everybody except Jack Swagger was there, or Hager, or Hagar, or Jack Hagar, whatever his name is. He's with the Bellator fight coming up, so he had uh, this week off. But anyways, um, everyone else they were doing air horns. Interrupting oh, every time Cody be like, and then, <laughs> so um, then here's where the issue is. Cody, That's clever. Cody did his usual shot at WWE. Yeah. He says, unlike the company we both came from, there isn't an invisible wall here, and I can step through this little rope here, and I can go up there and fight you, Jericho. So why don't you knock it off or whatever he said? Crowd went nuts for that. It was just yeah. like. Was that needed? He couldn't have just said, shut up or I'll get up there, whatever. Yeah, why Why you got to throw them into it? It had to be the company we both came from. It was like, uh, and it's like, that's not even a rule. So what's he talking about? He's like, yeah. that rule where you can't leave the ring and fight? I don't even know what that meant. But anyways, um, so anyway, he kept doing it. Jericho told everyone in Pittsburgh to shut up and all this. And then eventually Cody started going up there. Yeah. You know, he took his jacket off and he's like, all right, let's do this. So he starts walking up. And then uh, Jericho's like, oh, really? Because there's uh, there's four of us. Yeah, and one of you. Uh, yeah, so, you know, here comes uh, Dustin Rhodes first. Okay. So Go help, it, brother. So they're yeah. like, all right, two. Okay, fine. Jericho's like, so what? So four to two. And then, of course, MJF. Ooh. So it's like. So he's a friend. It's like four to three. He's okay. still his friend. Yeah. Still for yeah. now. For now. And then do you know who came out? Yes, I do. DDP. DDP. It's me. It's me. It's DD. And crowd went nuts. Bang. Um, I guess, you know, 
ignoring the 50 or 60 year old, however the guy I is. I mean, but yeah. super cool. He's been in the videos about Cody. Right, so the right. history's established He's with the roads. He's doing the, to the ring a couple of times. Yep. So it's been established. So I'm actually fine with it. Oh, well, yeah. And he came out. They had a huge brawl. You know, um, Jericho actually went in a door and locked it. Oh. Cody took the scar from MJF. Yeah. Broke a window. Broke through the oh. door and then reached in, unlocked it, and started brawling. It was awesome. <laughs> well, I guess that's why you should fear a guy with a scarf. <laughs> so I thought it was great. And, of course, they went to the concessions, and, you know, fans are all acting like idiots and waving and jumping in between How them. How do you? Security's going nuts. You can just see in the background. Can you but... imagine that production meeting? Hey, let's call in the owner of the arena. So what we want to do is break a window. You cool with that? So here's what we want to do. <laughs> do, you th- was, do you think that was a gimmick window? Did it break pretty easy? It Did broke pretty easy. Okay, I mean, so it was a gimmick window. But still, to set it all up, they well, had to yeah. have done something. It was impressive. The luxury I mean, box was all set up and stuff. So regardless wow. of what it was, it was still pretty cool how we did it. And, of course, Cody looks like a god as usual. Tony Khan's like, and this is going to cost me how much? <laughs> They're like, don't worry wonderful. about it. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. Um, So that was awesome. Probably the highlight of the evening. So the uh, Best Friends versus Young Bucks was up next. Another tag team match. Oh, how about that? So um, Mr. Orange Cassidy was with uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Best Friends. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know if they do they have a <laughs> do they have something I've never I didn't know they were together. Uh yeah, they they he came out when they I think they lost their tag tournament match or something. Okay. He came out during some match and it was like, "Oh, he's part of the best friends." And he just did his lackadaisical thing over the top rope, which is hilarious and I loved every minute of okay, it. Okay, I didn't know if they were like a trio or a stable or I didn't know, but okay, makes sense then. So anyways, uh yeah, I don't know about that. So Young Bucks, yeah. So they came out, <laughs> did the confetti and the pyro and stuff. And then Orange Cassidy gets in before the bell rings, does his little side super kick kicks, yep, to the yep. shin or whatever. Right. And then Young Bucks of course double super kick him. Right. And he kips up no. Hands still in his pockets. No, he just completely <laughs> went flying. But anyways, um, the crowd booed this. Booed Orange Cassidy. They booed the super kick to Orange Cassidy. Oh. So Young Bucks got booed there. They're like, "How dare you take him out?" Well, you yeah. Know? I mean, Orange Cassidy's beloved. He is beloved. Um, <laughs> no surprise, Young Bucks won. <laughs> right. Beat best friends, and then afterwards, uh, said Santana Ortiz, we accept. Oh so, no. Full gear. I mean, we kind of knew that match was coming, but that that might steal the show. If is anything. it going to be uh, any stipulation? Or? No, I don't think it is right now. I'm trying just to think of what it would be. Go out there and go nuts, huh? Just go out there and do the usual crap. So uh, Britt Baker got kind of the hero's welcome here in Pittsburgh. That's oh, where yeah. she's from. Okay. So you know, obviously, um, she won her match against Jamie Hader. Who? Yeah. Um, Have we met her before? We have not, okay. so I did not know her, but uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. If not, my bad. So Britt Baker, again, last week lost her title match. So she, uh, you know, kind of made it a mission-type thing to kind of bounce back this week. Yeah, start from the bottom. Start from the bottom, and, you know, she won. So Yay. <laughs> no offense to the hater girl. I don't want to call her the bottom, but, I mean, you, hey. you kind of are. Don't be a hater. Oh. So, anyways, uh, the next segment was kind of weird. So, Hater was getting interviewed or something. I don't even know what this was. So, Brandy just kind of, Brandy Rhodes. Yep, yep, yep. She came up kind of out of nowhere, and she just kind of, like, stared at her. At? Jamie Hater, okay. And just kind of, like, made a fist like this and kind of, like, put her hand in front of her face and was like, and then she just kind of, like, I don't know. Super weird. I have no idea what Brandy Rhodes did. She just want screen time this week. Is that what that was? I mean, maybe. I don't even know what that was about. She's the chief Brandy officer. Chief Brandy officer. You know, and people rip on Stephanie for this stuff. <laughs> but whatever, we'll yeah. ignore that. So, anyways, um, our main event. Do you know what the main event was? No. Okay, is John Moxley. Oh, versus Pac. Pack. Pac. Pack. 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 One pack, two pack, two pack, three, three pack, pack, four, <laughs> six pack, six pack. I go for a six pack. So I thought this match was going fine, yeah. and then they started interrupting the match with the countdown to the time limit, five minutes left. Oh, and yeah. It's just like, well, we know where this is going. Once so, they start doing that, time limit draw. So it was a time limit draw, oh. and yeah, he hit the DDT, and then he pinned him, but he kicked out at like four. 
And then Moxley quick got up three, two, and then like tried to cover him again, but obviously it was too late. Um, and then they announced, uh, due to TV time, it is a time limit draw, yet yeah. they still stayed on TV. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, wait a minute. Why are you still on the air then if it's TV time? And I don't know. So Pac does not lose. Right. Moxley does not win or lose, I guess. So they yeah. protected the finish, I guess. So now they got an extra number on all of their records. <laughs> on their records, another no limit, whatever, time limit draw or whatever. So yeah. the story here is that uh, they they kept airing or they kept filming afterwards. I guess someone missed their cue or they were too late or something. But I think Kenny Omega came out or something oh, wow. to stare down with Moxley because, you know, they're right. facing they, they each, don't other. Like each other. And then I think um, Adam Page came out Uh-oh. to then he's going to face Pac. So, like, the feuds, the guys that they're facing, there was a little something extra. I guess it's going to air Friday night. A big night old stare down. A big old stare down. So, I guess it's going to air on TNT. By the time this is posted, it'll already have happened. But I have no idea what happened. But, you know, kind of two singles feuds. So, here's my question on all this before getting to the ratings that we all love to talk about. So, uh, everyone's, uh, and I, I'm included, have been talking about WWE with their non-finishes. Right, yeah, yeah. AEW's been doing it too. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I mean, I know they've had established the draws. Yeah, we knew that a time limit was going to come up at some point. But even the tag match when it just broke into the brawl, their debut week, and then yeah, the, I mean, there was a finish. But besides all that, I don't know. Is is there a double standard here? It feels to me like there's just too many non finishes all yeah. all together instead of everyone ripping. It on It seems WWE. to be like an easy way out. Like, when they can't figure out how to keep a guy strong, you know, maybe shouldn't put him in the match in the first place or something like that. They just, oh, let's just go with a non-finish. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I mean, lazy. don't have a match unless you know the finish. Right, right. Agreed. And it's obviously, you know, a little difficult to do, and then it's like, oh, crap, now what do we do? Why would you announce the minute of the match if you didn't have a finish? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That reminds me of the Brock and Kane match coming up. I have no clue how they're going to get out of that one. Um, so um, you didn't watch either one. I was not able to, no. I will say this may have been NXT's best week ever. I don't know if uh, since they've gone to USA at least. I think NXT I thought had the better show. I was more in tune with that, especially the Finn Balor heel turn I thought was awesome. Yeah, right. Again, if you haven't seen it, just the clip alone is amazing. The gif was cool. It was cool. The <laughs> just the Pele. Just King. the way that Tommaso Ciampa like is like what? <laughs> and then they all jump on. Yeah, him. it was great. So um, that was mine. Unfortunately, of course, the next day ratings came up. Yeah. So dun, since dun, dun. <laughs> so NXT since they went there September 18th uh, to USA Network. Remember, it was an hour mm-hmm. for the first two weeks and then right. two hours. So. They have dropped each week. So now this is their sixth week. So it was yep. 1.179, then 1.0, then eight, 800,000, then 700,000, then 712,000, a little bit down. And now, again, percentage points down, but 698,000. It's not a steep drop, but a drop nonetheless. 14,000 viewers. I mean, it's barely, but still, six weeks down, 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 down. Right. We will get right. to that. On the flip side... AEW, since they have debuted four four weeks ago, this is their fourth week, so 1.4, 1.018, 1.014, so again, minuscule drop. Right. And then to this week, officially, which I thought it was coming this week, and it has officially now under a million, so 963,000. So Mm. they are four straight weeks of drops, NXT... Six straight weeks of drop. Right. It has literally gone down. Not even a blip where it bounced up a little or yeah. it stabilized. We are still dropping. Um, what is your takeaway? I don't even think it matters about quote unquote who's winning. I don't right. think anyone's winning. No, right well, now. I mean, they're losing. They're both they're all losing. I stuff. don't know I who mean, the, I don't know. Everyone keeps talking about who's winning and losing. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of winners. It going does on right seem now. like AEW has the steeper drop offs. Yeah. Um, it is um I'm I'm gonna just say that um, it just feels like you know AEW had their big premiere, so they started higher, right? So they have more. They have to more lose. to lose. It's mm-hmm. back to the SmackDown. They started so high, right? I mean, it was gonna drop, so now it just seems like a lot. Which I am totally gonna win. You're no, we're not owe, talking about. Yeah, that. you're gonna owe me a Bushmills whiskey. Um, we're not talking about that. So, anyways. So what is what is your takeaway of these drops now? Officially, um, both under a million. Yeah, it's it's. You know, now they're definitely below their projected 
hopes that you know they were hoping for so now it's going to be interesting to see what do we do to get him back up is there anything we can do have we lost the casual viewer crowd already you know what's what's going on here is AEW like the niche and they're gonna you know just kind of kind of hover in that area hover yeah about who's watching um well i mentioned earlier i think the finn balor i again i think they had this plan the past two weeks with the teases from balor um that to me is kind of the first like strike i guess for the wednesday night of okay now let's check out nxt right this is interesting yeah so i'm would be shocked i know the world series was on nba started wednesday night or right this week they started but wednesday night was their first cable so you know, there was obviously other things on, but you can only use that excuse for so much because if people want to watch your show, they'll watch it. Right, exactly. You can't say, well, this was on. Well, you chose that, so that yeah. means you didn't want to choose this. So um, I will say NXT, they got the spark. So the Balor move, I think, may have lit a little bit of a fire for them. So I am going to predict a little bit of a jump for them next week. You think? And they have announced EO versus Candice. Hmm. They've also announced Cameron Grimes versus Tyler Bayett. Ooh, Tyler Bate was in the crowd should, yeah. for Grimes, so they had a little thing. Is he coming over to the American side now? I don't know. Hmm. I would assume so. And then um, also Kabuki Warriors will be on. Or is there a wild card rule between the UK <laughs> and the NXT? I think they did say that. 205 Live 2, they said there's going to be a little talent exchange. Yeah. Whatever. 205 Live <laughs> is not going to be around long enough to have <laughs> talent. We'll see if it's on tonight. Uh, but again, we're doing this... Uh, Friday before SmackDown. So we'll see what happens later. Some weeks yeah. they have it. Some weeks they say, everyone go home. SmackDown's over. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Um, so Kabuki Warriors will also be defending their titles. I hope Raw obviously hypes that and yeah. says, tune in this you know Wednesday right, night. Right. You would think so. So I'm going to assume NXT gets a little bit of a jump. AEW, I don't know. They had the big premiere, obviously hyped up. They popped their number, which we all figured they would. Right. And now it's three straight weeks of going down, and now they're under a million. I don't know. I don't know. Do they have something big coming up, or is it just let's just kind of keep doing our show? I mean, they're going to have to do something big if they want to stay up, you know, if they want to keep above the other guys. The other guys. (laughs) Um, It'll be interesting because we don't know. We're in uncharted territory. We don't know what they have to offer. Everything that, that they've come up with has been a surprise. So how long can we keep? surprising people yeah and that's why i did say um in the beginning that AEW would win off the bat but long term nxc would just it, it just felt like they would have more up their sleeve or they could have more resources to kind of because they've been there before they've gone through the competition they've you know it's the machine and they know how to work it so they just know that if they put it in for the long haul eventually like always they're gonna come out on top it's almost foregone conclusion and they're getting fifty million from USA. And so they're, they're getting fifty million. <laughs> so I mean, you so know, they're coming out on top. Who's really you. who's really losing here? Yeah, who's winning? Who's losing? Does it really matter? And the other thing is that USA has gone through with has gone through this with them before. They did though. They were there for the Monday Night Wars. It was primarily staged TNT versus USA. Yes. Which I guess here we are now. You know, it's <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah, to kind of continue, we're going to... Do you have any other thoughts on the ratings before moving on? Okay, we can move on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So the last topic, I don't know, we kind of talked off air a little bit about this, but um, Seth Rollins, again, is is talking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, people talk. People talk. That's okay. We talk. You talk too much. You talk too much. (laughs) Um, So he said... never shut up. (laughs) I never shut up. So he said when Kenny... Kenny, obviously, we're talking about... Kenny Omega, yep, correct? Yep, okay. Kenny Omega. When Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there, Ooh. obviously AEW, then he can come up and work with the top wrestling company in the world in front of the most people and make the MLW? most money and have the best, biggest matches, which is with me at WrestleMania. Oh, I was going to say New Japan. but So we'll, we'll talk about that quote first before you know diving into the responses. But to me, this felt like, I know it's going to sound weird, this felt to me like Rollins was praising Kenny Omega. Because he said yeah. the biggest match possible is with me at WrestleMania. He's calling Omega a main eventer. Or is he saying that any match with me at WrestleMania is the biggest match? There is also that. But, he, um, well, him and Brock were at Mania and opened the show. so Because he, they knew they weren't going to close it. We right. already knew who that was going to close it. Much his, his better His girlfriend, stars. who's twice as over as... Well, anyways, we'll get to that quote. So, um, 
I don't know. This felt to me, obviously, in the minor leagues, that was obviously for AEW. We know right, that. Right. But to me, it felt like he was putting over Omega. Like, throughout everyone's career, Flair and Hogan kept telling Sting, yeah. leave WCW, go to WWE. And then even when he was in TNA, it was, get out of there. Go to the top company in the world. That's where you belong. And even with AJ Styles. Yeah. It was complimenting the guy. It was saying, you you deserve better. You're bigger than this. So I know it kind of takes a dump on the company, but the actual guy, he was praising. Yeah. Or was he just being arrogant and saying that, <laughs> you know, if he's talking all this jazz, then come on over here and we're going to make it that, you know, level of a match. I mean, I don't know. There was that too. <laughs> I don't, I, I. There's different perspectives. Of I'm it. sure there's a, a mutual respect because they are pretty much some of the top performers in their respective stables. Yeah. I mean, I think they, obviously, I mean, I think I know that what they were both doing when they're talking about all this stuff, I'm sure, again, I'm sure they texted each other and just were like, hey, I said this. Like, all right, Hey, you cool. want to start some, hey, you want to sell some <laughs> tickets to our shows or you want to sell some radio? Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it's what they, I don't know if you remember, a bunch of years back, uh, there was uh, some MMA fight with one of the Diaz brothers and somebody else, and the whole promotion leading up to it was painting the Diaz brother as, like, the bad guy. So he comes out at this press conference, and he's like, if you want to sell wolf tickets, I'm all for it. Just let me know. And that actually was what was rumored was the big feud between Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac, was that they were actually in on it. Or uh, B.I.G.'s thing was like, you know, if he wanted to do this to sell albums, just let me know. That way I know (laughs) it's not personal, and we can say whatever we want. Oh, boy. And we're going to sell the most records. We're going to sell the most tickets. We're going to sell this. So, I mean, if you want to paint him as the bad guy, just, you know. Just do it. I'm sure that they've, they've talked and said, hey, you wanna you wanna score some ratings? You wanna start a little little beef on the network? Cause you know we love playing with the fans. It seems like Rollins is doing that a lot recently. Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> just bored. And honestly, on Raw against um, Humberto, which by the way was I thought a Humberto. great match. Humberto, yeah. Carrillo, Carrillo. Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a great match. Well, now, very which cool. Power Ranger but, was he? Um, I don't know the red <laughs> one. I was the red one for Halloween when I was little. Were you? So I like the red one. So, anyways, um. Green all the way, man. <laughs> Rollins, to me, almost was playing more of a heel during that match, it seemed to me. Yeah, yeah, it did look so a little bit like that. are they that. tinkering a little bit? Is Rollins going to slow burn as a burn? But anyways, uh, was he going to slowly be a heel, and then maybe at Mania he'll drop it to a face winning the Rumble or something like that? That's that's possible. Because to me, him turning heel would keep him kind of a little fresh as champion versus yeah. I don't know if he's going to make it as a face for another four or five months to make it's, it. It's interesting, like, has this all started because of the Bray match? And yeah. even that, that almost kind of felt like a double turn, didn't right. it? Right, it, it almost like, did. Here's even this guy that... pounding on this guy that's not even moving, and then right. they're booing, I don't know. And they have come out publicly and said it wasn't meant to be that, but, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> turned out that way, hasn't it? Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But anyways, back to the quote, um, JR seemed to not be a fan of Rollins. Yeah, JR, you know. So he said a few things, but he also said maybe someday he'll be as over as his girlfriend. Can you just picture <laughs> in that JR voice? I've well, heard the clip. I've heard <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you heard it. Okay. There's a clip of it. I, oh, I've, wonderful. Again, I don't listen to podcasts, but I... Heard the clip. There's like a minute. It. You don't listen to podcasts, but you're on one. I'm the, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I I just have a hard time. I also don't really read columns and. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, um, I. so I don't know. He just said he felt bad for him, <laughs> and the whole minor league thing. And he's basically saying, you know, why put down everyone else? Like, right. Do your own thing. And then he even threw in there, hey, I think Khan has more money than Vince, but that's another story for another day. And. I don't know. He said, you'd never heard me at the bar saying, we hate WWE. Right. It's like, uh, okay, so where is this going? Is this another JR? Is it a generation thing maybe? Does he not get it? Is he not involved in it? Or is this literally him sticking up for AEW? I think it's him sticking up for AEW, probably not necessarily knowing that maybe Omega and Rollins have, you know, prefigured this out. Like, Yeah, that's true. Because they really, I mean, okay, so he did call AEW the minor leagues, but they didn't really slander each other so much, you know, as like, no. which just draws you to one promotion or the other, which is the whole point. Right. And then, of course, we we have to hear from Jericho. Of course. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> like, he's going to stay silent through anything. <laughs> 
Just don't go to a steakhouse. <laughs> All right. So then uh, he says NXT is still the minor league. So now he's turning it back on NXT. Yeah. So he says those guys are the unknown performers. It's not a competition to win. We knew we'd win because we have more star power. And then right. he says Jericho, we know him. Dustin Rhodes, we know him. John Moxley, we know him. JR is commentating. I know that guy. So what do you think of now Jericho? Is he is NXT the minor league? I mean, to him, yeah, because Jericho is Jericho. He's been doing this for, Jesus, ever, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so it's very easy to, to to put that as as such. But, I mean, they're, they're basically, regardless of what you consider minor leagues, major leagues, or whatever, they're two shows on the same time slot competing for viewers, regardless of however you want to put it. And AEW is drawing closer and closer to NXT. So really, how minor league are they? Yeah, and for what it's worth, Jericho's birthday, um, if my Google search is correct, is actually November 9th. Which, which I is believe, my sister's birthday. Which I believe is full gear. Oh, yeah. And he will be turning, do you know how old? He's my sister's age, so I am, he'll be 49. He will be 49. Yes. So, um, you know we can't go without hearing from CM Punk now. <laughs> no, I mean... So, CM Punk then chimed in. Of course he did. Um, I don't know the timeline when he talked, when this all came together, but it fits anyways because he's agreeing with something that, you know, I think we've both been saying and other people have been saying is, you know, quit mentioning them. So yeah, right. CM Punk says, I think... AEW needs to focus on themselves and stop talking about WWE. Cody and Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, John Moxley, all those guys have something great going on. I think it just lessen, lessens and cheapens what they're doing when they constantly attack WWE. Yes, I agree, 100%. So, uh, and then he continues. Was, like I said, the throne thing was cool. It was funny. It was, it was a nice little, hey, we're on our own, but that's where it should have ended. Yeah, and then it says, there hasn't been an alternative to WWE in a very long time, and I think they do a disservice to themselves when they're trying to be the alternative but constantly bring up WWE. And then exactly. he mentions, like, if he's in an interview or something, you know, just kind of dodge the question almost yeah. is what he's saying. Kinda... It's like when you get into a relationship and all you do is talk about your ex-girlfriend. Right, yeah, yeah. You bring up your ex on all the dates. It's like, yeah. Um, oh, my ex used to do this. Well, my ex used to do that. Well, well, you're gonna have you're gonna have another ex real soon. <laughs> yeah, it's like I get it. You know, maybe obviously like tell a few stories at the beginning, like yeah. you said, the throne thing. Right. Okay. Like, all right, get it right out of the way. Right off the bat, be like, okay, this is what I hate, and then yeah, like, no more needs to be mentioned of that. Don't be my ex person. doing all this, and then you know, kind of move on from there. Like, all right, I get it, and yeah. then go on from there. But. I don't know. Is there a right way, wrong way to handle all this? Just kind of stop talking about each other. Yeah, basically, just, <laughs> just keep be... each other's name out your mouth. <laughs> Which I think NXT is mostly done. I don't know if they've. I haven't really seen any. Shots I, I keep NXT waiting for Morrow to keep saying these are elite athletes. Oh, but I don't know if he's said that yet, but I'm still waiting for it. Every no, week, I think he's gonna say something stupid. <laughs> I think I think Morrow's on tap because he's got. Th Three other promotions that he works for. He does Bellatory, <laughs> does Showtime Boxing, and he does NXT. So it's like he knows how to tread the fine line. He does. I, I have faith in Morrow. All right. So that'll do it for this week. That's oh. a very interesting topic about the whole quote-unquote war going on Wednesday nights. But I'm sure it'll continue next week and then yeah. Crown Jewel, and then it's a whole nother week starting, and we got, I think, Survivor Series coming up then. Boy, we just... <laughs> Does it ever end? Um, no, never. So quick, yes or no, during Survivor Series build, do we get a Raw invasion on SmackDown or SmackDown invasion on Raw? Or are they done with that? Oh, boy. I would it's be done with it, to tell. personally. Would you? But Becky and Bailey would be an interesting match. That would be cool. And then are we getting, what, Brock and Rollins again? Mm. What if Bray wins Brock and Bray for the Raw versus SmackDown? I don't know, but I see Bray running like a scared little <laughs> child. <laughs> well, I don't think the Fiend would do that. Oh, not Bray. I'm sorry. See Brock running like a scared oh, little child. Oh, or Cain <laughs> Velasquez if he's the champ a week from now. And then him running like a scared little child. Anybody that faces the Fiend just turning around. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's a whole bunch of nope in How there. How great would that be? Fiend winning or not winning the title, but beating Brock in like ten seconds at Survivor Series. <sighs> Or something. I would love it. 
but it ain't gonna happen. Because <laughs> you and millions of others love them for some reason. Hey, I didn't do anything. Yes, you did. If anything, I would have the stud beat Brock. But anyways, yeah, of course you would. That's um, part of the problem. <laughs> you're the problem. If you're not part of the solution. Yeah, yeah, you are part of the problem. So speaking of, we are going to get some usual quick plugs from me. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. You already know that. This is on the 411 Podcasting Network, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. I will repeat that because I speak very, very quick sometimes. sometimes. iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. Very quickly. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, YouTube.com. And then you already know about 411mania.com. So, Mr. Steve, what do you got for us? Hey, how you doing? Uh, we got the Resonant Complex. We have a debut album, North Avenue, which is available everywhere digital music is sold on iTunes, Spotify. You can find a couple of videos on YouTube. If you want to go to the ResonantComplex.com, you can stream it right there. Otherwise, you can purchase a physical copy at CDBaby.com or a digital copy wherever digital music is sold. Awesome, awesome. There will be no podcast next week again, unfortunately, oh. so feel free to listen to this podcast a Hang million times. Hang tight, Portugal. Hang tight, Portugal. We'll be back. Until then, the Resident Complex. Oh.